Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a J-M-I-E, your 71st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And I just want to say right off the bat that um, I'm sorry if I sound raspy or if I'm talking in my um, Batman-type voice because my voice, for some reason, just started to go out. And I apologize, but I didn't want to miss giving another uh, putting a podcast out this week because I missed last week due to some just hectic work schedule and I apologize to everybody for that so I didn't really want to miss another week simply because my voice is going out so if you hear the the raspy low baritone Barry White you know sexy voice you know that's just that's just what it is and if you hear my voice break please don't please don't make fun of me I mean it's not my fault Anyway, we're going to be talking today um, about two things. First off, I did well. I just want to get off. Uh, this is going to be a little. Uh, this is going to be late, I know. But I mean, I had to go and I had to talk about the Roseanne situation. Roseanne Barr um, with the hit TV show that was on ABC that debuted with 20 million viewers, which is just insane. And even though the ratings declined, which they, they'll tend to do for stuff like that. I mean, the, the first episode was such just a, a big oh my god, it's back. And then the episodes, while the viewership kind of declined a little bit, and there were some people with mixed reviews, I mean, the TV show was still doing gangbusters. I mean, it was the number three show on network TV, you know, this this year so far. And, you know, considering that football is number one, I mean, that's insane. You know, I mean, it was doing gangbuster numbers. It was making all the money. It was brought the entire cast back together, and I really enjoyed the show myself. Like, I really loved the new Roseanne TV show. And then, um, over Memorial Day weekend, Roseanne Barr got on Twitter and said some stuff that was, she said it as a joke, is what she said, and it it was racist in, in it had racial, racial undertones and racist, racist in context. I, I'm not going to repeat the tweet, but, I mean, it's just, she said, her explanation was, is that she had been, she was overworked, and she had been taking Ambien uh, to sleep, and she had took her Ambien to go to sleep, and she had been drinking for Memorial Day, and she did it, and didn't even realize, you know, really what had happened, it was just doing it, which, if you take Ambien in general, there's a big side effect of people doing stuff on Ambien all the time, that they don't know. People have cooked dinners. People have driven cars. People have done crazy things on Ambien and not remember doing any of it. It is a side effect of making you do things that you don't remember. She said that, and then apparently to Joe Rogan and some other people, she has said that you know she didn't even know that the person she was talking about was black. She thought they were Jewish, which I don't know if it's going to make it any better. You know, if you if you honestly didn't know the person was black, if you didn't know that, first off, why are you putting their name out there? That makes that really doesn't make any sense. But that doesn't really help your case any. The problem with it is when you put the tweet out, ABC instantly, instantly canceled it. They canceled the new Roseanne show, which one of the easier reasons for them to do it was the fact that they didn't have, they didn't control the show. They weren't in ownership of the show. Uh, Casey Warner, Carsey Warner owns owns the show. 
and it was just put on ABC. Now, that doesn't mean anybody that nobody else can pick the show up, apparently, because, you know, ABC does not own the show. But ABC, which is owned by Disney, which is a multi-billion dollar conglomerate worldwide, employing multiple races of people, being a Wall Street show, you know, being a Wall Street um, publicly traded company, and having a uh, African-American woman be the CEO of ABC did not help the case in this at all. So Roseanne said that um, Ambien tweeted at her when she said that she had been drinking and taking Ambien. Ambien tweeted at her and said that while Ambien it has been known to cause multiple side effects, racism is not one of them. Now, from everybody that knows Roseanne, she has said controversial things in the past. She's a comedian. Comedians say controversial things. It's just a, it's it's what they do. I really think that uh, comedy is one of the last few real, real um, forms of free expression that is left. And I don't know if she, she, it's not that she can't come back from this. She said, you know, crazy things before. Multiple comedians have said crazy things before and still went on to have glorious careers. Um, so she, can she come back from this? Yes. The point I'm trying to make is, is she said it and it's, a, a lot of people that know her said that she's not racist. I'm not saying she's racist. I don't know if she's racist. I've never met Roseanne. You know, this really doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. Besides the fact that now a TV show I like is not going to be on the air. The thing is, is she is getting crucified for saying this when she, if she said it as a joke, while it might have been in terrible, terrible taste, honestly, she is a comedian, and she pushes the butt, pushes buttons for a living. So, was ABC justified in canceling her show? They were. I mean, that they were. I can understand. Again, they're not wanting to be associated with that. Not wanting, especially in this PC and and sensitive climate that we're in. You don't want to be. You don't want to look at be looked at as trying to placate into any kind of racism. Racism is a terrible thing. Um, I do not, I don't tolerate it, I don't like it, I think it's just dumb to not like somebody for their skin color, not like somebody for their religion, not like somebody for their sexual orientation, it does not matter, there's no point in it, but you're coming into this and you canceled it because of Roseanne, and now you have an entire cast and crew of people who are out of a job because of one screw up by a possibly doped up drunk comedian, she apologized, she apologized, she apologized, where does it go from here? I don't know. Was Roseanne right in saying it? No. I mean, she should. He shouldn't have said it. If she was drunk and drugged up, does that justify her saying it? No. I mean, it doesn't justify any kind of racism. But if you legitimately don't know that the person you're being racist towards a person, I mean, really, I don't know how you make a remark about somebody's looks and not know what the person looks like. That that doesn't seem like a good. Um, way to go but you know that's that's what she said is Roseanne racist I have no clue uh, I, I really wish that they could have found some way to amicably do this but Roseanne has officially I mean she she threw herself under a bus right there and it it's going to take a long time to come back from it the only thing I will say about this is ABC has pulled all of Roseanne's um, shows and all of her all of her reruns and everything from the air. They're no longer showing Roseanne. As far as I know, everybody who showed the Roseanne show the past and this one is just done. They're they're like, we're we're done. And I don't understand how you can do that 
and we're still seeing the Cosby show on. Bill Cosby was um, recently convicted of rape. I don't know if he did it or not. I'm going to be honest. I have no clue. It happened well before. The, the rapes that apparently happened, like allegedly took place, happened well before I was born. So I don't know. But if he's been convicted, and yet they're still showing reruns of the Cosby Show, so I, I don't see how you can take both aspects of that and say, well, this is terrible. We're getting rid of this, but we're keeping this. You know, I just I don't understand that, and I'm not. That's that's pretty much all I can say. You know, I I like the Roseanne show. I like the reboot. You know, I, I wish Roseanne the best, and hoping that. You know, if, if, if this is actually, if this was her true self and her actually being racist and, you know, just not letting people know it, I hope that they can actually, I hope she, she learns from it and she can actually learn to not be like that. If it's just a case of her saying something stupid because she was doped up and drunk, well, then you need to seriously put your Twitter Put your Facebook away. Put your Instagram. All that. Just throw that away if you're on taking Ambien and drinking. Because if it's going to make you say stupid stuff like this, it's going to ruin your career and possibly ruin, you know, the lives and paychecks of other actors and crew members on a TV show. It's not worth it for a laugh that might not come. But now we're going on to an even, uh, something that's happy yet sad at the same time for me. Recently, if you did not know, um, Toys R Us is going out of business. And recently I took a trip to the place we all wanted to go as kids. The place that was, you know, it wasn't Disneyland, but it was the closest thing you could ever get to Disneyland. And walking through Toys R Us, seeing, you know, 40, 60% off everything in the store, seeing the shelves being empty, seeing the lack of caring for the way everything's placed... And, I mean, there's a few aisles that stuff's just thrown about. And, I mean, nobody's going to care. The people that are working there, I mean, what are they going to do? They are not. They know their job's coming to an end, so they're not really going to put their best foot forward in trying to keep the store clean. But it just it broke my heart because I remember as a child, every year on um, my birthday, my mom, grandma, and us would go to, they'd give me money and I could go buy birthday presents. That was a tradition we always did. And I remember that I we always went to Toys R Us, and I always wanted to go to Toys R Us. You know, Toys R Us, like I said, when you're a kid, Toys R Us is just, it's it's Disneyland if you can't go to Disneyland. You go in there, it's nothing but toys, you know. This ain't an adult store. This isn't Walmart or something that has a toy aisle that you can go down and look at. This is an entire store built for kids, built for, you know, you to go in, and there's just toys and video games and bicycles and skateboards and just all of this, this great, happy feeling. And I'll give you one of the, the first experiences that I remember at Toys R Us is I remember going to Toys R Us. I do not remember my age. Please forgive me. But it was my birthday and we went in there and I was going to buy Mega Man X for my for the Super Nintendo. And I remember when you go up to the wall where all the video games are, they had a picture of the video games and they had little pockets with sheets. You take the sheet, go up to the cash register, hand it to the register. She scans it. They bring your game up. I remember being a kid and um, getting my stuff and we're going to the register and I remember having this sheet. My mom hands it to the cashier and, you know, the cashier looks at me and she goes, is this for you? Yeah. 
And she goes, you want to see a magic trick? I said, yeah. She scans it. And a guy from the back brings up the video game. And he goes, is this for you? And I just looked at him and I was amazed. And he goes, it's magic. You didn't know I was going to bring you that, did you? And I was just, I was in shock. And I remember being a kid and thinking, is this magic? Like, how did they, how did he know? Granted, now I know that, you know, you scan the barcode, it tells them the back, they bring it up. But when I was a kid, I was like, how did he know that me giving them this sheet of paper, that this is what I wanted? How did he know to bring it up? And I remember that just being a magical moment, you know. And I remember taking that game home and playing it for hours, just just loving life. I remember, you know, just getting getting certain toys like the Power Rangers Megazords and certain toys I always wanted, but we could never really get. Um, I remember I always wanted a Stretch Armstrong doll. That was one toy that, for whatever reason, I always wanted was you know Stretch Armstrong. You see, you used to see the the commercials, and he'd be in his scuba gear, he'd be in his secret agent gear, and it was just, it was so cool to me that you had this this toy that you could just stretch and you could tie in a knot, and and you know. Looking back, uh, that toy, there's a limited of what you can do with it. You can stretch him, you can time it or not. But, you know, I mean, it's it's limited to what you can do. But always, always, always wanted it. And I was at Toys R Us a, about a year and a half ago going to get my nephew a birthday present. And as I'm walking through Toys R Us looking for what he might like, you know, anything to have to do with Spider-Man or Batman or whatever. And... I see this Stretch Armstrong. I was like, what? For $24.95. And I remember grabbing the Stretch Armstrong, putting it into the basket, checking out and leaving. Didn't even get my, my nephew anything that day. Because I was so excited to get this toy. I, I as, as a as a 30-year-old, or almost 30-year-old at the time, to to remember the, the feeling of, of having this toy that I, that I wanted so badly... As a child, you know, I always wanted one, and we never got one, and to have it, and to be an adult, and to be able to buy it, and not have to worry about, you know, asking my mom, or my dad, or begging them, or not being told, you know, we don't have the money for it, and I brought it home, and I opened it, and it, it's the closest thing to Christmas, I think, I felt in a long time, is actually having that feeling of, of, pulling out the Stretch Armstrong doll and just stretching him and tying him in a knot. And like I said, there isn't a lot that you could do with the, with the doll or the, the action figure. I know that. But it's just this, it was that nostalgic feeling of bringing me back to when I was a child. Bringing me back to when I was a child and playing with a toy that I'd wanted my whole life. And I got that because of Toys R Us. You know? And I hate to see Toys R Us go. I hate to see the fact that you know, I have no children right now, and I hate to see the fact that I'm not going to, my kids are not going to be Toys R Us kids. You know, Jeffrey the Giraffe, and, you know, I'm a Toys R Us kid. These jingles was just, it was such a big part of my childhood and so many other people's childhood. And being at the Toys R Us this past time, like I said, they're going out of business, and I'm seeing people there my age that have their kids and they're going through and they're just buying stuff and it, it's part of it is because it's on sale and then I heard a couple talking as their son is going through stuff looking 
And he looks at her. He looks, he's talking to his wife and he tells her, he said, you know, I remember back when that was me. I remember back when I was this excited to be at Toys R Us. And she just kind of agreed with him. And then he said, you know, it's kind of sad that, you know, this is it. Like we had to, you know, I had to bring him here. And I'm paraphrasing what he said right there, but basically he's saying I had to bring him here. You know, I wanted him to see what I felt when I was a kid. And it was kind of a touching moment to to really see, to see a guy who had, you know, memories of being at Toys R Us, memories of being a Toys R Us kid, bringing his son to the same place that made him happy and watching his son go through stuff, you know. It was just a split second. I'm not a lurker. I'm not a creeper. It's not like I was looking at stuff, too. It wasn't like I was sitting there just, oh, let me follow this family around. But just seeing that, you know, it, it warmed my heart. And it also kind of broke it because I'm sitting there thinking everything in here is, you know, when it's gone, it's gone. Toys R Us is leaving. And, you know, there's no guarantee it won't ever come back. I mean, businesses have went out and came back before. KB Toys is talking about coming back. But KB Toys isn't Toys R Us. Toys R Us was always the big mamma jamma of toys. You know, it was always the, the, the Ferrari, the Cadillac, the Lincoln. You know, KB Toys was the, the Toyota. And that's not the put down Toyota. That's just back in the day, you know, it just wasn't it was the secondary one. It was if Toys R Us was the Transformers, then KB Toys was GoBots. And just the just walking through that Toys R Us looking at the memories, looking at toys, you know, the, the new stuff, and Toys R Us has started selling, like, vintage stuff, as far as remakes, like, um, the game Crossfire, which, I don't know if any of you remember Crossfire, you had metal marbles, you had a board, you had a little gun that shot the marble out, you put two pieces in the center, and you shoot, and you try to get it in, it's kind of like air hockey with metal marbles, it's kind of like air hockey meets Hungry Hungry Hippo, and I bought it for my nephew, because I wanted to play it. It was another toy that I always wanted when I was a kid. And I wish I'd have bought another one right then. I really wish I had because I'd have kept it. Um, but I remember playing it with my nephew. And he was so excited. He was so excited playing this game. And it's not a, you know, it wasn't a video game. It wasn't an iPhone game. It wasn't anything like that. It was just a game that I that was there when I was a kid. And we're playing it together. And he's just laughing. And he's enjoying it. And he's smiling. And it brought me back to being a kid with these toys and knowing that feeling of you know again being a Toys R Us kid I've said it a million times because it still kind of breaks my heart that we're not going to have that anymore you know you're not going to see Jeffrey the giraffe you're not going to see you know the Toys R Us commercials you're not going to see a kid walk into a store that's only for them you know there's not many toy stores left period because of places, you know, online shopping, as they said, I've heard, I've heard of them a lot, and, and other in places like Walmart and stuff, but when you, you know, when, when they, like I said, when a kid walks in to Toys R Us, and I know what I did, and even when you see it now, when you, when a kid walks into a place, and it's a toy store, and there's nothing in there but toys, it's all for them, and a few, you know, older collectors like me, <laughs> it's, uh, to see their face light up, it's an amazing thing, and it's going to be missed. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to wish it wasn't that like that. You know, I'm going to I'm going to wish that my kids could have been able to be a Toys R Us kid like me and go around and, you know, just walk into a toy store like that and jump up and down and want to grab everything off the shelf. But we're not going to get that. So this, I just want to say, you know, 
RIP to, to a magical place that I know touched, you know, was a big part of my life and a big part of other kids' life. Even if you've rarely got to go, like I said, I got to go to Toys R Us maybe, I got to go once a year, and that was on my birthday. You know, that was the only time I got to go. My parents might have went, you know, during my brother and them's birthdays, or they might have went for Christmas, but I got to go one time a year, you know, generally. I might get to go another time if we go, if I went Christmas shopping with them. But I know for a fact one time a year was the magical time when I knew I was going to get to go to Toys R Us. I was going to get to walk in, and I was going to get given some money, and I was going to get to pick what I wanted. You know, and like I said, I might not always been able to get the most expensive toys. I might not always been able to get exactly what I wanted because they were a little expensive. But I was never left Toys R Us not happy. I never left Toys R Us without a smile on my face or wishing I had something else. Because it was there, it was for me, and it wasn't just that. It was time with my mom. It was time with my dad. It was time with my grandmother. You know, it's it's memories. And so it's not just it's not just a toy store. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm I'm gonna miss just a big store full of toys. It's, that's not what it is. It's plastic. It's metal. It's the memories that you can make at a store like that. You know, it's it's mom and dad and, and grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters. You know, it's a, a place where you can bring a kid and let them be a kid. And to make a memory like that and to have that memory stay with them, it's a big thing, you know. And I'm going to miss Toys R Us for that. You know, even as an adult, I went to Toys R Us, you know, occasionally when I was in this area and I had nothing and you know I wasn't busy I would go I would stop in you know I'm I'm a kid at heart you all know that I mean if you listen to podcasts you know that and I you know every now and then you know I see something in there and I buy it and it's nice to be able to buy something that I wanted you know and to see it go out is it it sucks it really does because, you know, again, there's going to be a whole generation of kids who don't know what being a kid's all about. We're losing kids to cell phones and iPads and stuff all the time. They're not using imaginations. And we're going to lose one more thing with this. Because Toys R Us was a big thing of my childhood. I'm pretty sure it's a big thing of your childhood if you're listening. And, um, you know, that's pretty much all I can say. You know, rest in peace, Toys R Us. You know, maybe someday you'll come back. Maybe someday Jeffrey the Giraffe will rise like a phoenix. But for now, we'll just, we'll say goodbye to you. Well, everybody, thank you for um, listening. Thank you for, you know, chilling with the, the sexy voice, Jamie. Thank you for, you know, listening. Um, follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. Follow me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. Follow me on Twitch at Nerdpool Gaming. Go rate, review, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell your enemy about me. You know, just help me spread the word a little bit. You guys have been incredible. You guys have been amazing. For all the chimichangas and tacos out there, just remember, until next time, I'm Batman. I always wanted to say that. Oh, yeah.